I please have your attention? And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. The Robert Scott Bell Show. Scott Bell Show. A lot of people have said there are people now dying of the swine flu who are in good health. By whose standards? Hospitals serve Jello. Robert Scott Bell. Food advertising. You know the people. Fresh, natural, hearty, old-fashioned, homemade goodness in a can. <laughs> Robert Scott Robert Bell. Scott Bell. Scott Bell. Dr. Agus argues that the fountain of youth is attainable if everyone were to take statin drugs. Excuse me? It sounds completely, completely insane. Taking on bureaucrats and corporations that would stand in the way of health freedom and making sense out of medical propaganda. The voice of health, freedom, and liberty, Robert Scott Bell. All right, the Robert Scott Bell Show keeps having exciting uh, interactions with awesome folks, souls on this journey that are doing extraordinary work that we've spotlighted some before, like Lee Dundas right now on the Robert Scott Bell Show. Welcome back, right from the Reawaken America Tour. I know. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. It's good. To, now you can see we're two different people. Somebody's like, is that your sister? <laughs> now, who, you know, we have some great times on the show and the things you're doing where you are. I guess it's time for an update, honestly. What's been going on? You know, just more tyranny. Orange County, California in November decided they were going to try to put us in a second state of emergency when mm-hmm. we're still in the first one. Mm-hmm. And um, they, they enacted an RSV state of emergency. Rectosensitial virus. RSV has a death rate of 0.0000478213, which is to say it's not fatal at all. And, uh, you know, I laid into him at the board meeting. I said, we're not locking down ever again. Not for RSV, not for anything. This is America. We were born free. We're going to die free. And by the way, this is the hill we die on. You need to go back where you came from, sit down, shut up, and get rid of the second emergency. And it went viral around the world, Zimbabwe and South Africa. And I think they test these things in Orange County to test the water because it's a conservative county. It's got Mm -hmm. a couple of freedom fighters like me and some others in there. Mm -hmm. And they want to see how much traction it gets or doesn't get around the world. And when you've got it going viral on an RSV lockdown in Zimbabwe and South Africa, (laughs) that's that's a sign to the tyrants that, uh, yeah, the world's probably not ready for a second lockdown. They're getting pretty riled up if if Zimbabwe is tuning into OC. So literally just on the power of that little move and um, a threat to investigate the private partnership that the county was doing to keep us locked down with technology, which was founded in 2010 by a Department of Defense uh, tech guru. I'm like, yeah, there's something to be had there. We're going to go investigate them. They were like, oh, we don't want any part of that little briar patch. We're going to get rid of our little second state of emergency after all. So this is the kind of stuff we need to do. Wherever you see injustice in your town, in your county, in your state, you need to be on it like a duck on a June bug. You need to jump on that. You need to tell them we ain't doing it. Power the people. Name and shame your time. Let their skeletons in their closet be known. And a lot of times you can get them to resign or minimally pull back that bad plan. Yeah, name and shame them on the local level where they can't hide. Um, you know, they're, they're not buffered in the same way on a federal or even on the state level. So hitting them locally is really, really important. 100%. Um, there's a, you know, there's a, a friend of mine. I don't know if, you, if you've encountered um, Jonathan Emord. Uh, he's the FDA dragon slayer. He's, he's beaten the FDA back at world record eight times in court. Really? On selenium and other issues. And he realized that even though they win, they don't win. 
because right. the FDA goes on doing whatever and ignores the courts. Right. And so he has now set up an exploratory committee to run for the United States Senate in Virginia to defeat Tim Kaine in wow. two years from now. And yes. he runs, he will win. He's yeah. got support, and he's a constitutional guy like a Ron Paul, can't yeah. be bought, and he's been a friend of mine for uh, decades now. Amazing. <laughs> like he's been on my show every week. We do the Sacred Fire of Liberty together. Aww. So there's a, a coming event uh, just not far from you, Glendale, California, yeah, I believe, close. like the 18th of February on a Saturday. Oh, wow. And I'd love for you to be there with us. Yeah. I'm going like, to be there for and, that. Uh, shoot me a text. Okay. Give me the data. I'd love to show I'm gonna up share if that I'm one. Yeah. So yeah. those of you who don't know, emord4va, emord, E-M-O-R-D, 4va.com. And it looks like there's going to be a major announcement on the 31st of January. Nice. Uh, so coming up. And, you know, I realize that we're, we're not looking to solve all our problems at the federal level, but we still do need people that uh, know and, and really live the Constitution in their hearts and minds and spirits at that level to begin to have impact on those that are up there while we work locally as well. So it's a multi-pronged approach is my point. I'm not looking for political saviors, but he's a friend. I know him well, and uh, I am fully in support of him being there. I would love to see him doing his uh, his uh, ability to communicate what he's done on my show in the Senate. That would be fun. Yeah, we need more people lighting it up from from a variety of places. Yeah. I mean, we need to be fighting these fires on all fronts, you know, local, state, federal, countrywide, worldwide stages. Um, you know, we did a nationwide walkout. That thing ended up going worldwide. Yep. Where back in November twenty one, when half the blue, st- all, half the states, all the blue states were still locked down. You know, we're like, this is it. We're we're going to be walking off. They're trying to mandate. Um, all of these workers don't want the mandates, and they were all wanting to do the little strikes and walkouts. And I said, y'all need to do it at the same time. We're going to do a one-week walkout. And nobody heard about it because mainstream didn't cover it. But I am here to tell you, man, we had Procter & Gamble, we had Raytheon, we had Aerospace, we had Telecom, we had Nuclear, we had Power Water Trash, and we had transportation workers who controlled half the supply chain walk out. And when you get that many people walking out simultaneously... The judges start to get a little scared. And what did we see at the end of that week? Friday, November 12th was our first ruling where Biden... Biden's vaccine mandate was struck down as unconstitutional by the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeal. And all the all the patriots were like, oh, the judges finally got in the game. Praise the judges. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You praise yourselves because yeah. the courts of law follow the courts of right. public opinion. Yeah, they were, they got a little bit nervous. Um, <laughs> you know, there are things happening in history that they know within the judicial system. If they go too far, um, you know, go back in history, you read about the uh, hanging posses. <laughs> That's the stuff that happened. It's a thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Lee, as, as far as, um, you know, moving forward, do you think that they bit off more than they can chew, right? That idea that they thought they had us, right? With all of the intensity and fervor, they went for it with COVID and it's like the shots. Oh, my gosh. There are people now that never in their life would have thought of asking a question about one vaccine, much less the COVID one. And now every one of them before doctors are now looking back going, oh, maybe we were lied to about that. We've been trying to tell them for decades. Yeah. But it's happening now. Yeah. Well, when you have the lesbian medical doctor married to another woman, and this lesbian medical doctor ran like the Australian Ministry of Health or something, very highly placed. And as recently as March of last year, so nine, ten months ago, she was still tweeting like, I think the unvaccinated kids should not be allowed on campus unless they've had all their vaccines and all their boosters. I mean, she's a Nazi on the other side. Like, let's just call it what it is, right? Yeah. And that woman is now vaccine injured, as is her life partner. 
and she is now one of the vocal most vocal opponents down in Australia, yeah. which is super tyrannical against the vaccine. We are picking up friends in all kinds of places yeah. you would not expect. We are winning the war. 90% of CNN watchers are no longer watching. 42% of Democrats are watching Tucker and Hannity. When you got half wow. the liberals in this country tuning into Fox every night, that is a sign. The, the pendulum is swinging. We're just still being lied to, but it's all smoke and mirrors. We are making progress. We just need to stay the course. Yeah, I, I think about filmmaker Jennifer Sharp, uh, uh, the movie Anecdotals. Uh, she produced that. You know, she's a Hollywood uh, producer of movies, and yet uh, she was shunned by her fellow leftist-leaning Democrats because she was injured. And she spoke and told her story, and she said, I have to make this film about people who are being marginalized. And, you know... Ideally, this none of this should be a political issue. This no. is so not political, but yet it's it been is. made so to divide us, of course. Well, well, the irony is that the left's battle cry, my body, my choice, suddenly doesn't apply to your left arm. Yeah. It applies to your uterus, according to the left, but it doesn't apply to keeping a needle out of your arm. It's very just, inconsistent. Just very and, inconsistent. And we call out hypocrisy on the right or left, so just so it <laughs> yes. gets you know. It doesn't matter where it's coming from. We want yeah. consistency. Don't be a hypocrite. Yeah. Don't sit down and be a shy coward. Like the time is now, and uh, and you got to join the fight. But but we are starting to win, courtesy of people like your friend Jennifer, um, and and a whole bunch of other folks. I mean, mm. uh, Dennis Quaid apparently is one of us who knew. Yeah. Somebody invited me to a red carpet thing. It's called. Um, Grid Down Power Up, and you can go to griddownpowerup.com. I watched, uh, I got there late, I only saw 30 minutes, but you know, nine Transformers and our grid's gone, guys. One is suitcase EMP that they can't even trace back to whatever foreign country sent them here, mm -hmm. and our grid is down, and you're not even having water and gasoline at the pump because all that stuff runs it's off of electricity. Upon it, yeah. yeah. So, you know, we need to start getting these films made. People need to continue. That was an issue I was not fully briefed on. I knew a little bit, but not a lot. Yeah. Our job, we are put here to learn, to grow, and to apply what we know. When we know more, we do better. And we need to start learning from the people who have got working hamster wheels on all these topics and applying it at a grassroots level, doing every part we can. And together, you know, we're going to fight this injustice down and we're going to get back to a free and normal society because this country was born in freedom. And God is with us, and I believe she is going to continue in freedom. Yeah, that's the one thing uh, for listeners around the world that are drawn to this message of freedom, and we know we have you from all over. Uh, what's unique about the United States, and I'm not saying we've always lived up to it. That's, you know, it's a human experience we have. But the first nation in recorded history that acknowledged that sovereignty was with the people, which means what? The rights come from God, not government, and government serves uh, the people, not the other way not around. The other way. We we've <laughs> lost sight of that big time, you know. And in my mm. lifetime, I've had to regain an understanding I never had growing up because my parents didn't know. You know, I know. we all lost it. So we we are the government. They mm. work for us, and we and, and the doctors work for us too. I mean, mm. and the lawyers work for us. Like I don't know why we don't think of ourselves in that position of power, but we really, really need to start doing that because the power lies with the individual person, and it is multiplied exponentially when we lock arms together and put our sights on a given goal and take whatever that next hill is. So that is what we are charged to do. That is what we are doing right now. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I hate this time, but I also love this time because it's brought people like you, people like your listeners, people like that are in here in this Clay Clark event. I never would have met y'all before 2020. Right. This is yeah. a silver lining. And now we know if a person's forgot our country or not, because they either are muzzled or they're not. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah. No, we, we have been brought together and, and we recognize one another at a time where we might have walked right by each other. 
correct. And, right. and you know, the, I am made stronger because I know you. Exactly. And I'm uplifted by many of the relationships that have happened because of the crazy lockdown COVID nonsense that took place that was apparently necessary to wake us up yeah, and get us together. There's a, there's a purpose for everything, even the stuff we don't like, guys. And this was one heck of a wake-up wake call. They poked the hornet's nest. But mm -hmm. um, I believe that they did what, you know, the Japanese commander, after they um, bombed Pearl Harbor, he was interviewed later. And uh, folks were like, oh, you, you did an amazing thing. You know, you, you bombed America. Yeah. And what he said, and I'm going to slaughter it, but it was something along the lines of, I fear we have poked the sleeping bear. Yeah, we just lost the war. That's, yeah, uh, he, knew, he knew he what knew what was happening. He knew. All right, as we wrap up here with Lee Dundas, tell us how to find you for those that want to know more about all the awesomeness that you are and what you're doing. Yeah, you can find me at freedomfighternation.org. All of the creative plays that I use that you can use in your county, they're talked about on that website. Again, it is freedomfighternation.org because that's what we are, a nation of freedom fighters. Lee Dundas, freedomfighternation.org. God bless you. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. In the health world through the power of radio it's the robert scott bell show all right in between some nashville interviews from the reawaken america tour super don and i are back in studio for a moment to talk about a, a health issue that uh, has everybody in states of various states of confusion uh, before i got on the air today i had uh, two eggs with runny yolks that's called robert what are you doing you're gonna, I didn't gotta give you cardiovascular disease and it's gonna make you fat and, and have a heart attack <laughs> and a stroke. Come on, man. Are you, are you falling are you falling prey to the cholesterol myth? Maybe. Is that what you're Maybe. Yeah, there's a Healthline article here that says cardiovascular disease, eating five eggs per week may help lower your risk. So I'm like, five eggs. Screw that. Let me do two, four, six, eight, ten. Ten, ten eggs. Holy oh, cow. Yeah, very often I will eat 10 eggs in a week. A chicken somewhere and, just went, <gasps> Yeah, sorry, stole your uh, your eggs there. Um, look, I have been on this topic since I opened the microphone in 1999. This is one of, the, one of the first things where I would call the doctors out. You guys are morons. Eggs are not causing cardiovascular disease. Now, if you're eating factory farmed eggs, you know what I mean? The, the chickens are eating nasty stuff. In the, in the past, there might have been antibiotics in the feed and who knows what else. That's problematic for other reasons. But when you're talking about pastured eggs coming from range, uh, free-ranging uh, chickens eating, you know, what they're designed to eat, you got a superfood. Eggs are a superfood. I'm not like, I don't speak for the Poultry Association, Super Don. No. But the, the, the baseline here is a study who found people who ate five or more eggs weekly had improvements in some risk factors for cardiovascular disease. Now, those five eggs did contain a lot of cholesterol because the yolk does. Right. They had lower blood pressure and blood sugar. They also had less uh, risk for high blood pressure and type 2 diabetes. Now, guess what? The, the caveat, dietitians, dunderheaded dietitians. It's too soon to conclude that eggs are good for the heart because, of course, there's a lot of cholesterol in there. Never mind the good vitamin D and choline and B vitamins and 
other amazing things, they still are under the impression that cholesterol clogs the arteries. And that is only true when you have pre-existing inflammatory uh, components damaging and injuring the lining of the vascular system, which necessitates patch and repair and healing, which then, and only then, will they call it the uh, low-density lipoproteins, the sticky stuff that goes in and sticks to repair like you have an injury or a wound outside your body. I mean, Super D, do you get ticked off if you get a cut or a scrape that something comes in to help coagulate blood and create fiber and fibers to cross over and, and regrow tissue? Are you upset when that happens? You're like, um, no, I'd, I'd rather that than bleed to death. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so the, my argument about the cholesterol issue is that cholesterol saves your life in those circumstances internally. And you don't even know it's happening. The problem is because people don't know what's happening. They don't know what's really causing the inflammation and damage to their arteries. Then they go in and blame what? The cholesterol calcifying because it's been patching and patching and patching. The repair never happens fully because the kids, the, the adults, and everybody in between that, that don't know and don't listen to the Robert Scott Bell Show have no earthly idea that these toxic poisons, including glyphosate now, damaging the, the, the connective tissue, create necessities in other words, responses of substances like cholesterol, which also is your precursor for your youth hormones, and it's blamed wrongly as the cause, yet it's the life-saving element in heart disease. Keeps you alive long enough to have a heart attack one day. What That's very counterintuitive to many people. I know. Still, after all these years, I mean, come on, 24 years into this, and they're still going, mm -hmm. well, I don't know, Robert. Dietitians are a little worried that you've got this uh, egg thing going on. It's not an egg fetish. I like eggs. <laughs> You know, yeah. I think with eggs, I think I think rather yeah. than having a heart attack, I think you might die from sticker shock right now. Yeah, the price will give you a heart attack. By the way, uh, our friends at Nutritional Frontiers have this amazing formula called NRDMG, uh, dimethylglycine, which can bind and, and help uh, displace the glyphosate. I talk about the active ingredient Roundup. You don't know it's in everything. Uh, and even though I eat organic, I'm still now taking these lozenges every day, and it's been an amazing addition uh, to my daily regimen. And you can go to nutritionalfrontiers.com, enter the code RSB15, get a discount on everything they have, including sale items, a 15% additional discount, RSB15. So shout out to uh, Nutritional Frontiers. Please check out the upcoming events tab at robertscottbell.com. Sign up for the email that is a newsletter that Superdon puts out from time to time. And you can do that by texting RSB, my initials RSB, to 22828. That's right. Send it to 22828. Put R for Robert, S for Scott. B for Bell, RSB, and you'll get plugged in right away. And if you've got cardiovascular concerns, get on that cardio miracle for sure. Take some sovereign copper for sure. And uh, you can do great with silica as well as connective tissue uh, insurance. So thanks for being here, y'all. We got another uh, segment with a fired up Texas lawyer who was there on January 6th after this. You're listening to the Robert Scott Bell Show. on bureaucrats and corporations that would stand in the way of health freedom. Here's Robert. All right, the Robert Scott Bell Show back with a new friend, a new guest here on the show from uh, our event that we have uh, partaken in, the Clay Clark event, Reawaken America Tour. Met so many amazing people. And, you know, it's not my first thought to go, hey, you know what, I want to talk to another lawyer on, this, on the Robert Scott Bell Show. You know, I was like, I don't know about that, but... 
I heard this guy's story, and I was very intrigued. Uh, joining us now from Texas, Paul M. Davis, and he's known as the fired-up Texas lawyer. We'll talk to him about his experience in law. But, uh, yeah, I guess we we got to start at the, the, the most controversial place. Uh, that was uh, the January 6th event where you were outside of the Capitol, not inside, and you got, I don't know for lack of a better way to say firebomb, but you know what I mean. You, yeah. get, you got, you're here doing, you're protesting peacefully, and you get, what, tear gassed? I, I mean, what what's happening here? You're, so, wait, 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 you're saying January 6th was controversial? Did oh, I no, hear that no, not, not really. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, the, the only uh, insurrection that happened with really no arms at all, and of course, the, you know, the controversy of President Biden, if he's president, is, uh, hey, you need F-15. You ain't going to do this. I mean, come on, dude. Right. Really? What <laughs> come are you on, trying man. To, yeah, what are you trying to <laughs> instigate? Anyway, you're yeah. you're peacefully protesting. People are upset. They do that all the time. And unfortunately, there are a lot of people that were violent in protesting that, uh, you know, Antifa, Black Lives Matter. They were just given a pass. But yep. you're there. You get tear gassed. You're an attorney already? Yes. Okay, yeah, out yeah. of Texas? Yeah. And uh, you get, I guess, smeared by the leftist media. Uh, you might say that, yeah. yeah. So basically, I, uh, you know, I showed up at the Capitol. I, I really just wanted to hear the speeches and just make my presence known uh, that I do not agree with what was going on. Where they were just gonna, all of our congressmen and senators were just gonna look the other way and let things go. And uh, I wanted them to know that I was not okay with that. And so. I was just standing outside the Capitol, just using my voice to protest. Mm -hmm. And uh, for that, I got tear gassed and, uh, you know, they shot flashbang grenades were, were uh, exploding all around me. And yeah. I was so shocked that I pulled out my phone and made an Instagram story about it because I was just like, people need to know. Yeah. I mean, this is, I'm, I'm... And you were one of many that were, were there and protesting and talking and, and astonished by what was occurring. And then, of course, this impacted your uh, job. Were you at the law firm at the time? I was. So I had, had just gotten what was somewhat of a dream job for me. I had worked uh, in large international law firms for about nine years and then finally got a job in, as in-house counsel with a great company, or so I thought, called Goosehead Insurance. And I loved, I was loving life at that point. I mean, leading up to January 6th, I had gotten engaged. I had bought a house. I, you know, got a, this great job that I loved. And then... All of a sudden, there is. I get back to my hotel after after being at the Capitol, and somebody, a friend, texted me a screenshot of this tweet where this this journalist, so called, uh, named Roger Sullenberger for Salon, now he's with Daily Beast, mm. made a tweet saying, "This is Paul Davis. Paul's an attorney. He's associate general counsel at Goosehead Insurance and human resources director. And today, he stormed the Capitol to stage a coup against the government and wow. documented it on Instagram." And they had a, he had a highly selectively edited version of my Instagram story, pretty much only showing me get, getting tear gassed, you know, inferring that, you know, the implication was that I was doing something wrong. Yeah. Uh, why would you get tear gassed unless you're so doing something wrong? You so. lose your job. You lose your fiance. It sounds like a bad country song. Yeah. That, yeah. I say that. I was like, yeah. Mike, I'll, I'll either say my life turned into the book of Job or a country song on steroids. Those right. are generally the two go-to phrases I use to describe what happened to me. Cause yeah, I was engaged. I, you know, uh, very excited about getting married and, um, you know, our whole group of friends pretty much broke up over that as well because yeah. it was all couples we used to hang out with. And yeah. And then I had to sell my house because I was all over the news and couldn't get another job in the legal industry. So, um, so it was now, pretty bad. Yeah, you're at a crossroads you didn't know you were at. Right. Suddenly thrust into that. And then the question is, what do I do now? That Exactly right. right? I mean, I, I really hit rock bottom. And the only thing that got me through was just my faith in God. And I just had this moment where... I felt like giving up. Um, I couldn't even remember the last time I made it through a day without crying because I just, I just didn't. I, my whole life was just shattered, you know. And um, 
I just felt like like the strong impression that I was supposed to start my own law firm, mm-hmm. which I didn't want to do. It sounded <laughs> it sounded miserable, a little daunting. And, yeah, so yeah. I, I announced in the groups that I attended, just different patriot groups in the community that I was doing this, and then the very next week, Biden announced the vaccine mandates, and uh, I ha- then all of a sudden I was one of the only. I mean, really, to my knowledge, the only conservative employment lawyer in the country. That was my specialty. And, uh, you know, being a former HR director, I know how the whole, I know how the, um, what do they say, the, the pizza, or the, I know how the dough is made. Right, you know? yes, yes. And um, so I was able to use all that knowledge to word exemption letters and uh, all that in a way you that... You are helping people that really wanted to not be molested by government mandate. Yeah, fiat. exactly. Interesting. Uh, and, and so you, you really, that chart of or the course of action you charted at that point, uh, I think is as valuable, maybe more valuable than what you thought you were doing before. Oh, absolutely. You were called to do something else. Absolutely. Yeah. I am so grateful. Uh, you know, now I can say I'm so grateful all that happened because I'm much more excited about the direction that God has me on and I'm making a difference and I saved hundreds of people's jobs, uh, just helping them get exemptions. And now we're bringing some lawsuits against these companies who didn't grant the exemptions. And, uh, you know, now we're suing social media companies under the new Texas anti-censorship law. And I've sued a school board president for violating people's First Amendment rights by dragging uh, parents and protesters out of a meeting just for expressing their views peacefully. We've heard heard people arrested for simply speaking out. Uh, and so we need people that, like yourself that would represent them. Now, uh, what about the country? And this is kind of off the wall, but maybe not here at uh, this environment. The idea that an attorney uh, takes an oath to the bar, right? And, and it, oftentimes you find out that their loyalty seems to be to the court and the judge and not the client who says, hey, I need help. I'm right. not expert, you know. How do you navigate that? Have you had to have? Um, well, you know, I'm, pr- I'm proud to say I'm probably the most grievanced attorney in the state of Texas as far as people uh, in the last two years filing uh, ethics complaints against me for just for being at January 6th, you know, calling me a white supremacist and an insurrectionist and all this. I had a federal judge try to get me uh, disbarred from the Western District of Texas federal court. I was able to defeat that. And then, uh, you know, for, for bringing that school board lawsuit, the superintendent and the school board president blatantly, lie, they sent a, a complaint to the bar that was just full of lies, just blatant lies. I was able to disprove that and survive, get that dismissed. But, you know, yeah, my license is attacked all the time. And, I, you know, my, my loyalty is not definitely not to the bar or the courts. It's, it's to God. And, and, you know, I have a moral obligation and an ethical obligation to represent my clients. So, um that's so, what I do. So if you're in Texas, check out this guy, Fired Up Texas Lawyer, TX for TexasLawyer.com. And uh, I found him on Instagram, Fired Up Texas Lawyer as well. We're connected there and uh, doing doing tremendous work. Now, you mentioned the lawsuits about censorship, right? Texas had passed a law that said, you know, social media companies are not exempt to First Amendment, you know, uh, the freedoms that are, I guess, well, I, I try to explain this in a way that... It's nuanced in law. I'm not an attorney, but that the First Amendment doesn't grant us any rights, doesn't grant us a free speech right. The free speech rights preexisted, right. it, and it's designed to protect us from government overreach primarily. But the plausible explanation they say is that, well, we're private companies. We're not under that same kind of thing. How do you pierce that? Well, the I don't have to. The Fifth Circuit has done that work for me. So when this uh, lawsuit or when this uh, statute was passed, it went into effect December 2021. It 
It's a law, it's a Texas law that prohibits social media platforms from censoring anyone based on their viewpoint if you live in the state of Texas or if you do business in Texas. So, you know, even if you're not, uh, let's say you just have a social media account somewhere and, and you live in another state, you know, if you add an affiliate link and you market some product to, and you have any followers, if you have any followers in Texas, you'd be protected. Mm-hmm. But the platforms, the industry groups, uh, this group called NetChoice and another one whose name I can't recall, it's a big long name. Uh, brought a lawsuit against Ken Pax and the Texas ter- Attorney General to prevent enforcement of this law. They brought a facial challenge to the law saying it was patently unconstitutional because it limits the platform's so-called First Amendment right to censor. And the Fifth Circuit, this went up to the Fifth Circuit. Uh, you had a woke judge in Austin, Texas that said the our Texas law was unconstitutional, that there's a right to censor. Fifth Circuit said absolutely not. Uh, this is not how the First Amendment works. Mm-hmm. It protects an individual's God-given right, as you pointed out, to uh, free speech. It does not give a, in the exact words of the, of the Fifth Circuit, it does not confer a, uh, you know, freewheeling right to censor what people say to a private corporation. And the way this law works, you know, because you said, you know, it is a private corporation. The First Amendment protects you against oppression by the government Mm -hmm. on your rights. But, uh, you know, there's a concept of a common carrier. Like, you know, we have airlines and and cell phone companies and power companies that provide services as a common carrier. Same thing with social media. They have created this new public square. Uh, The Supreme Court has even recognized it's a public square for free speech. And uh, they have made themselves monopolists in this public square. And so the Texas legislature has every right to regulate them as common carriers. That's what this law does. And uh, there's nothing unconstitutional about it. So So the controversy, of course, is that uh, the desire for the government, which we've seen through Freedom of Information Act requests, other revelations of whistleblowers to say they have absolutely colluded with these social media companies to suppress and censor. Um, that the precedent could be set via Texas that they could no longer get away with this, even, so, you know, in a secretive way. Yeah, correct. Yeah. that's correct. So, you know, you could, you know, absent the Texas law, you could still conceivably bring a First Amendment action against the social media platforms for colluding with the federal government to suppress our rights, uh, you know, under the First Amendment. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, the, the government can't just have a private corporation do what they otherwise are not entitled to do. That mm-hmm. is that is unlawful under the First Amendment. But, yeah, the Texas law makes it much simpler because, uh, you know, if you get censored, you get a right to a, a court order lifting the censorship, whatever it might be, being banned or shadow banned or uh, just restricted in any way. And then you get, you're entitled to your attorney's fees as well. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we have two lawsuits going right now. Uh, they're kind of the forerunners. So there's a lot of procedural issues we have to figure out. For instance, can we, are these lawsuits, should they just stay in Texas court? I would say they, they should because they're uh, Texas-based, Texas statutory cases. But the platforms are arguing that, oh, they should be in federal court because there's all these federal questions implicated. Right. The law is not on their side, let me tell you. Their arguments are garbage. But, you know, a lot of it depends on which, which judge you get. So we have one Obama-appointed judge, one Trump-appointed judge. So we'll see which way those go. So uh, right now, am I to understand that you're arguing for it to remain in state court rather than going to federal court in this case? That is one issue. Issue. Okay. Um, the other issue is that, and this is probably the, the bigger issue, uh, when you join Facebook or Instagram, you're required to acknowledge their user terms, which have contained, unbeknownst to probably most people, a forum selection clause that says if uh, any conflict, you know, if, you, if you're going to sue one of these companies, you have to sue them in 
the Northern District of California, which is San Francisco. So right. we all know how that's going to go. Uh, every single judge in San Francisco is a Democrat, a yeah. far leftist. And uh, California has some very unfavorable laws on free speech, which they could apply since it's in the forum state. Yeah. So it's it's vital to the survival of this law that we keep these lawsuits in Texas. And uh, you can... You know, when you when it, when you have no bargaining power uh, to change yeah. a clause like that, it's called a contract of adhesion. Those are disfavored. Right. And so, um, if if the law of the forum state, which is Texas, yeah. if the public policy is against that, then it shouldn't be enforced. And, and the, it's pretty clear in the statute that it shouldn't Stand be. Stand by. We're going to talk more with Paul Davis when we come back about this suit and uh, where things go from here, free speech and beyond. The Robert Scott Bell Show is on two hours a day, six days a week. Please share the show. Uh, social media doesn't really like us. They shadow ban and ban us. We've been banned uh, a number of times, but we'll be right back. The Robert Scott Bell Show. The Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Scott Bell Show. All right, well, we're talking with Paul Davis here, and uh, he's got Paul Davis and Associates, FiredUpTexasLawyer.com. That's FiredUpTX for TexasLawyer.com. And uh, it's a great conversation I'm having with you, and I appreciate your efforts in uh, doing what you're doing. Now, do you have a client here that you're representing? Are you suing on behalf of yourself? And I do have a client that I'm representing in the social media lawsuits. Well, the first client I had was Chad Prather, who uh, is pretty well known. He has a show on Blaze TV. He's got millions of followers on Facebook. You know, he's a comedian. He was running for governor in the, in the uh, uh, Republican primary in Texas. And lo and behold, seven days before the election, Facebook, he, he was out there bad-mouthing Greg Abbott because, well, it turns out Greg Abbott was, you know, saying he was going to ban social media censorship. He was also talking with Facebook to bring a facility to the state of Texas. Um, conflict of interest? Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of a whole other story. But fa Ch Facebook put Chad Prather in, in Facebook jail, as they call it, you know, a week before the election. He wasn't able to po make any posts. So we went to court and we, uh, we filed the lawsuit. The next day, we were in a temporary restraining order hearing with Facebook and we won. We, they were forced to lift the restrictions. Wow. And then we just kind of let the lawsuit go after that because that's really all Chad uh, wanted yeah. to do. But uh, we have now brought, the first one I filed was for Texas Nationalist Movement. Now, this is the organization in Texas that is advocating to place a referendum on Texas independence on the ballot through a democratic process. Face, and they're actually going, the Texas legislature, uh, somebody is going to introduce that as a, a bill this wow. session. And it has actually pretty wild popular support in Texas. I think 60% was the last poll would support uh, placing it on the ballot, at least. Facebook saying that's illegal, uh, which it's not. There's, wow. no, there's no provision in the Constitution yeah. that says you can't do that. Uh, there's no provision of federal law that says you can't do that. And um, we, so, yeah, we sued them, and we're having those fights. in That one's in the uh, Eastern District of Tech. Well, we filed it in state court in Jefferson County. Mm -hmm. Facebook removed it to federal court. That's automatic. If you file right. a notice of removal yeah. alleging some you yeah. know, federal jurisdiction, sure. it automatically. And then it's on. Then we have to file a motion to remand to get it back to state court. Sure, so sure. that's what we're doing in that yeah. case. Yeah. Yeah, I, I did that many years ago as a non-lawyer working with some people. Uh, when we were sued, I was with a homeopathic company at the time by a bunch of what well, we called them quack busters in California. They oh, were just yeah. trying to shake companies down. And, I, you know, we were in Atlanta and Georgia, so we remanded their state action uh, to the federal district in, in Georgia. 
and they just dropped it. Mm -hmm. I mean, at that point, and there were others that, that fought it uh, in in the state, and it was just a you know an ugly situation because California has some ridiculous laws. Oh, about, they do. Uh, but again, that's you know my journey into the the legal system, which I try to avoid. Yeah, most people try to, of course. Well, that actually that brings up a good point because yeah. you know one of the things I'm working on is uh, you know there are not enough conservative lawyers to go around. I get calls all the time with yeah. cases I can't take that are good yeah. cases. We just don't have the capacity. So what I'm trying to do is take. Uh, We've created this online community. We're about to roll it out. It's just called Class Action Patriots. Mm -hmm. um, people can, if you just go to my website that we mentioned, the firedUptxlawyer.com, mm -hmm. just put in, it'll prompt you for your email address. Just put your email in, and then we will email out the information when that's ready to go. It'll basically give everything that we're doing. Um, we'll create templates. You know, mm -hmm. if you want to sue a government official for violating your First Amendment rights right. or what have you, we'll teach people about civil procedure, how to, how to be your own lawyer, basically, and as a way to, um, you know, people can join our class actions you know, as a result of being part of that community. And we'll have many more. I mean, we got, we want to sue the Department of Justice for viewpoint discrimination and retaliation under the First Amendment with regard to everything, you know, going on since January 6th. And, uh, you know, I think I think the big pharmaceutical companies and the government need to be sued for tortiously interfering with people's jobs. Um, that's a, that You can't do that. You right. Know? Uh, it's I fraud. would think, uh, yeah. you know, one of the things I'd love to see, whether it be through it, a lawyer attorney uh, action on the state level would be to kick the FDA out of the state. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, and allow for health freedom in one state. Maybe it be Texas, and it would it would be a boon to the economy of Texas or any state that would do that, the first health freedom state in the nation that says, you know what, when it comes to FDA, they can pound sand. We have freedom. The people want these forms of natural medicines, and they will compete side by side with the drugs FDA says are, are monopolistic. Uh, so I just plant that seed for yeah, a that's, future action. I've been saying that. I mean, I yeah. think Florida, actually, I heard, I saw somewhere in the news that some legislator in Florida, I think, is trying to get a bill passed that would uh, basically expel the feds yeah. <laughs> from Florida, which I'm like, that's what states need to do. And that's why, you know, Texas Nationalist Movement wants a referendum on the ballot because yeah. the federal government is not protecting our rights. They're not upholding their end of the Tenth bargain. Amendment, to, man. Yeah, to, yeah to, and to provide a Republican form of government. They're where, obligated to do that. Yeah, where the federal government exceeds its uh, constitutional authority, enumerated powers, then the feds uh, can pound sand. The states and the people have an obligation to stop and not cooperate, anti-commandeering doctrine and, and beyond. Folks, we got a lot more healing to go, but we're out of time here. So nice to meet Paul Davis. Y'all check him out. And again, firedUpTXLawyer.com. God bless you, my Thank new friend. Thank you so much. Nice to meet yeah, you. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. And remember, the power to heal is still yours. Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Scott Bell Show.